I didn't know what to expect, but that was sort of the fun of this was I'm going to go into this blind seeing Carrie walk through the door was one of those things where I was just like, oh my God, like, I, like, I can't believe this is happening. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton, and we are back to cover the entire season of Perfect Match. Yes, Perfect Mess, as we've liked to dub it, continues. Mm -hmm. If you have not watched the series yet, please do, because we are going to just really chuck this full of spoilers. So you're going to want to go ahead and see that before we ruin it for you. Absolutely. Starting with who we're talking to today, which is one of my favorite people, our pal, Broey Joey. You guys may know him from The Circle. Now you guys know him from this show. We to get into his love life. Before we get into all those thoughts, Lauren, we are starting with a new segment called Where Are the Cameras? Where we reveal the most reality TV moment we've experienced in the last two weeks that definitely needs to be filmed. If you guys have camera-worthy moments, we'd like to hear other people's embarrassing stories as well. So. Yes, please. You know what? I'll tell you this is what mm-hmm. happened. I was talking to someone. I was at a bar, and it was like mm-hmm. a friend of a friend. And I was talking shit about someone that had no, no tie to this group of friends whatsoever. Oh, this is like an old coworker from years past who had a very small wedding, and I was talking shit about this person in detail. <laughs> and then he, he was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I was in that wedding." No, <laughs> and I, I, no, I was like. You were in whose <laughs> wedding? And he's like, the person you're talking about. And oh, I was like, um, damn. So you must be really close because there was only 20 yeah. people at the wedding. <laughs> Don't tell me it was like his family member or something. It was the groom's best friend. <gasps> and so I was like, oh my God. Well, it was so great getting to chat. <laughs> and I slowly walk away. Left. I literally uh, Irish goodbye. What in the world? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was absolutely horrifying. That's hard to get out of. You know, it's like once you get caught, like talking shit, it's almost it's hard to be like, oh, I meant somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> you went too far in the details. No, no backtracking. Oh, there. for sure. And then when he started <laughs> like with little follow up questions, I was like, oh, is he interested in me? <laughs> <laughs> he liked it. He was like, I feel the same way about that bitch. He did not. Oh man. Well, I can't top that moment. Um, I was just going to say for my where the camera, and this is kind of like a sweet type of thing, which I wasn't expected, but that's why it's very mm. reality. But I actually got a call from Joey. Oh my God. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And he called and he was just so sweet. He was just like, I just want to let you know. I can't do his accent. I'm not going to try. Um, but he was just like, I had the best time with you guys. And it was just, he was, is so freaking sweet. And he was just thanking oh my us for the opportunity. And then Francesca reached out. What? What? She said if the interviews are crazy and she's willing to come back anytime. And I was like, what? This is amazing. Oh my God, that was so nice. Yeah, so they both reached out and I was like, that is so sweet of y'all. Well, now let's tear them to shreds. Should we get into that? <laughs> now it's time for us to talk shit. <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll recap the premise of the series quickly if you uh-huh. haven't already seen. But although, if you're listening to this, you need to go watch it, okay? Mm-hmm. Couples come, they match up. If you're not with someone by the end of the night, it's game over. The game is still yet to really be clear to me. 
Yeah. It's the competitiveness that I'm not really clear on. Let's just be honest here, okay? At least me. I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for you. Watching this show, I'm not really expecting anyone to really fall head over head. Well, actually, I take that back because there was an engagement, but... We'll circle back. Yeah. We'll circle back to that. But I wasn't really expecting it to be like the notebook of reality TV. You know, I was watching it for entertainment. And so the challenge part just pulled me even more out of like the relationship part. I was like, this is giving mole slash relay race yeah. of love. Like I don't... The challenge part, like everyone had a competitive edge. So it was like, I need to win this just to win this. So that's mm-hmm. where I felt kind of like, I know that not everyone was there for the right reasons. Yeah, majority. Let's, let's be Shall honest. Shall we jump into that? <laughs> yes. Speaking of our friend Francesca. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Damien, I mean... First off, episode five, Damien enters the house. Since after the altar, there was a lot of negativity, people thinking that I was a narcissistic gaslighting asshole, right? When you say getting wrapped into something messy, I put myself in like the worst case scenario. And now I'm here looking for love again. See, you've met Damien in person. You've seen him in person. Am I missing something? You know? Like all the girls, everyone is like, he's so hot. Who who said that? <laughs> Carousel was like, you should just fuck him to, at one point to Francesca. Well, Carousel said that to a couple people in the house. I feel like she just wanted to watch somebody get it on because she kept asking throughout the whole show, like, did y'all do it? Did you see his dong? Like, I was like, damn, Carousel, are you horny? It's like, wait, that's true because she did also say, she's like, I want to know what Damien's dick looks like. Yeah, she was like really thirsty to get the, the sex deets. Ooh, sexy, hot, like slow motion running and then sponges on our private parts, man. This could either be really weird or really sexy. And I'm hoping it's the second one. But Francesca, so yeah, she ends up with Damien. Dom is still in the house. Awkward. She's pissed that Dom is getting to know other, like she just wants Dom to leave so that she doesn't have to see him. It's like, damn, girl. You just, poor Dom. He's going to probably watch that and cry again. And I know that we talked to Dom about him crying in the rain, but... Girl. I don't mean to laugh because it's not funny. His feelings were hurt. But I rewatched that back yesterday. And why is that comedic to me? I don't know. Am I a bad person? Because I laughed at that. If you're a bad person, I don't even want to know what I am. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Oh, God. It seemed genuine, I guess. It just was very... But I don't know, because he he falls in love quickly, as we see. Yeah, he told Francesca he was in love with her. So I did think that was interesting, because Francesca then leaves Damien for Abby, which, of course, I, I live for a little bisexual storyline. Yeah. I knew, as soon as it happened, though, I was like, no. Obviously, Francesca is not gonna, you know. I didn't really feel like Francesca had much chemistry. I didn't feel like a lot of people in the house had chemistry. I think it's too many, like, stars. I think that that's why on shows like The Bachelor, there's one Bachelor and mm. 25 random people (laughs) yeah because there needs to be a balance yeah i agree and i did think there was like like georgia seems more down to earth dom obviously there's definitely people 
Like Inez mm-hmm. was there. Inez, the cat with nine lives. Oh my God, you took the words out of my mouth, Chris. Like, damn, girl. You matched up with literally like 12 people. I mean, I guess that's what they're there for. But at the same time, yeah. she stayed in the house the whole time, I think. Until the like very end. I think it was like the second to last night when she sent herself home because of Damien. And yeah. she said to Damien, like, I know there's nobody here for me, so I'm not going to match. I would never match up just to match up. I was like, what have you been Girl. doing this whole time? <laughs> Girl... Yes. It's like, just say you're tired and you don't want to have to sleep in bed with a stranger tonight. I get that. I've had enough. (laughs) Cause we have girl, you know, speaking of couples though, I want to know what you think about Chloe and Shane. I went back and forth. I have written down Shane and Chloe seemingly a good couple, but then as things go on, we bring in Mitchell Furking Mm -hmm. Mitchell, which what is that? Furking? Yeah. (laughs) What, What is that? I think that he doesn't like saying the curse word, and so he, like, made up this word. Okay. And then when he says that he doesn't want to have sex for 15 years, when he was talking to Chloe, he's like, I don't want, like, kids and stuff till 8 to 15 years or to get married, and he doesn't want to have sex till they're married. I'm like, how are you going to... She can't wait 15 years. You know? <laughs> she was on too lot to handle. Right. He was a different type of personality for me, and I just thought that he really didn't attach to anybody in the house maybe because he just couldn't feel anything but i was like is it because he hasn't had sex that he like i'm very like sexually reserved as well Mm -hmm. myself i'm a freak on the streets but i'm you know a prude in the sheets okay so i I understand (laughs) that but Mm -hmm. i feel like that's not the type of house you're going to That's the same thing that Chloe said because she was talking to him and he's like, yeah, I just, I'm not really into commitment right now. She's like, but you're on the perfect match. Like, why are you here? I'm very interested to see if Shane and uh, Chloe are still together. I feel like it could work if Mm -hmm. Shane could defeat the demon, (laughs) his own demons of spiraling out of control and trying to end things before they end out of his control. Yeah, he was really pissed off about that water splashing, which to me, once again, was one of those comedic moments. That what the pisses me fuck? off, nah. Give me the fuck out of here. That's so fucking I'm falling on your ass, Shane. That's bullshit, bro. Oh, now why did they do that? Was that like the producers throwing water over the edge? Because I know it's no way. I feel like... He's like, you were celebrating and you jumped in the pool. I can't even look at you. She was like, like, what? We were making out. We jumped in the (laughs) pool. I would have been very pissed too, but if you're going to take her back, you can't like bring that fight up just randomly later that night. After that rap she did, by the way. That was... Her and uh, Georgia, the rap. What did you think about the raps? They tried. What did you think of Bartise coming through? He really, and I've never met Bartise, but it's something about him that just like irks my soul. Like, God, I don't like him. Did everybody get tickets? To the shit show tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, on the shows that I've seen. Like I said, I haven't met him in person. Maybe he's a completely different person. I don't know in real life than on television. But what I've seen on TV is not, like, ick. 
I have written in my notes, Bartise is just dot, 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 not for me. <laughs> and he, why did he keep going off on so many women? First, he was arguing with Inez saying, I gave you your fire back. She was like, huh? Excuse me? I know. There were so many things where I'm like, we've just seen him behave in a similar way with... Is it immaturity? A lot of different girls. I guess. But it also, it's hard to not go back to... Love is Blind, because mm. at one point they're playing that um, game where it's like a match game, and it said, I am ready for marriage in two years, and Bartiz said false about himself. Like, wait, what? I mean, I think Colony from um, Selling Tampa was like, he's saying he's not ready for marriage, but he was on Love is Blind. Make it make sense. <laughs> right. I totally agree. I totally agree. I don't know what what he has going on internally, but... I feel like he needs to do some self-reflecting before he tries to date. You know, he needs to work on some things. He needs a few more years to finish tenderizing. He needs to bake a little longer. He needs to bake a little longer. I see potential there. Really? I don't... I'm being half glass full. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I'm not. <laughs> like you are. And then we have Will in the mix also coming in, trying to get with Francesca, which... yeah. Mr. Should I take my shirt off? Girl, I can't. With him being like, I've actually had my eye on her for a while. I'm like, name one thing about her. She's hot. That's it. Like, that's all mm -hmm. everyone had. And she even said, like, you just think I'm hot. Like, you don't mm -hmm. actually know. She said the same thing to Damien, too, when they had that whole conversation at the end, which was like, thank God, girl, you should have did this three episodes ago, child. Yeah. She called him cringe. She I said know. that he gives her the ick. She said, like, he kisses my arm and it grosses me out. It's, Girl, it took you three episodes to tell that man you don't want to be with him. He didn't ran the OnlyFans. Well, you know, his stripper name was Magic Mark. Wildly uncreative. <laughs> it is right. Magic Mike. Magic There's got to be a Trademark. copyright infringement. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Lawsuit on the way. <laughs> Okay, should we get into the, I think it's the finale where they all come back? Yeah. LC came in like last last fiddle. And then she makes it to the final couple, I guess, because she was like one of the last people added into the house. Her and old Daddy Nick. Which that was another, they're on their date. And she's like, I love how tall you are. And I love your arms. And when I'm with you, I'm just like giggly. Obviously, like, no match. Clearly. That match was super awkward. And and then Savannah, what did you think of that? Savannah coming back in and trying... Oh, to try to get on Damien? <sighs> Girl, you don't like Damien. You just no. want revenge, which I get. Well, now that Francesca told us that they, like, didn't like each other prior, it just makes sense. I just feel like they were just nitpicking at each other. Oh, 100%. I, I knew. I was like, she's going to go for whoever is with Francesca at the time. Meanwhile, Francesca's like, I don't care, girl. I don't like him either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but can we talk about this engagement? What? I think Carrie's reaction said it all. Will you please marry me? <laughs> she looked really surprised. You should have saw me. I was surprised, too, watching it. Like, wait. I was surprised. And I was also, when she was like, did you ask my dad? And then I thought it was really sweet that he did. I was like, oh, he's for real. We'll get into that in our interview with Joey. We don't want to give mm -hmm. too many details away. Mm -hmm. But what did you think of the perfect match? I was shocked. 
Dom and Georgia, I mean, they're cute and all, but I just knew it was going to be Joey and Carousel. I mean, even though they had their like rough moments, but they literally were together the whole time. Then they got engaged. Dom and Georgia, I just wasn't expecting it. I agree. I I felt like there was some haters on the voting panel. Yeah. Who like just didn't want to vote for the obvious. Some third party voters, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> This is how Trump got elected, people, okay? People <laughs> right, voting third exactly. party. Um, I would have voted for Joey in Carousel. Yeah, me too. He bought a ring and called her dad. Like, that's... um Okay, should we play our game of cute or cringy? Yes. Okay, number one, sharing a toothbrush with your partner. I think you know my answer to that. Cringe, 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 cringe. Are you sharing a toothbrush? With who? Anyone! <laughs> Are you a toothbrush sharer, Chris? No, I would rather die. Can I tell you a secret, though? <gasps> what? I did have a roommate who was also my best friend. And there was one day, we had the same toothbrush, but different colors. Uh-huh. And there was one day where I went to brush my teeth and I was like, this seems like it's wet. Already. No. <laughs> and I like went into her room and I was like, are you using the purple toothbrush or the blue toothbrush? And she was like, the purple. And I was like, that's my she was using your toothbrush the whole time we both thought that we got them together like at cvs like five days before that and i to this day don't know whose was whose but we both thought we had gotten the purple oh my god so you were how long was this happening like just short of a week that's long enough for me oh yeah i it was (laughs) she had to move out we can never speak again oh my god (laughs) so what about this using baby talk with your partner cute or cringy i say cringy i yeah baby talk for me is a cringy because i talk to my dog like that i can't see me talking to like my significant other like that cringe giving a public declaration of love (laughs) um I guess I would say yes, because I got married on reality TV. <laughs> so I think it's cute for me. Um, yeah, I think it's cute. My love declaration is very public, so I can't say cringy to that. Okay, what about sharing bath water with your partner? Cute or cringy? I think that's cringy. Yeah. Not even like taking a bath together. It's just their dirty water. Yeah, like your little oogly googlies are floating all in the water and you want me to get in there? It's like tepid uh, swamp water at that point. Ugh, cringe. <laughs> cringe. Yeah, cringe. Getting a dog and calling it your first child. Guilty. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> cringe, me? yes. Did I, how, do I do it? Yes. What about using the bathroom in front of each other? Number two, never. Yeah. Number one, I mean, I have, like, friends that I'll pee if we're, like, getting ready at a hotel for a night out. You know what I mean? But, like, in a, like, don't look, I'm peeing kind of way. Right. Don't stare at me. Don't make it awkward. So, a blend. Okay. (laughs) You're cheating. There's no blends here. But I'll let you, I'll give you the pass. You can say blend. Um, I'm gonna say it's a no for me. You know, the bathroom to me is just like a private, that's my private time. Definitely not doing a number two. But a number one even, like, I need to be with myself. Okay? Should we get into our interview? Yes, let's get into it. It's a very exciting interview, and we've been hyping it up, but make sure you listen to the end because there's some real juicy goss 
at the end of this interview. So please welcome Joey Sasso. Joey. Is that Lauren? Yeah. What's up, Joey? Lauren! Joey! What up? I'm so happy we finally get to talk. Joey, thank you so much for talking to us. We were so excited to see you on the cast list. And, of course, Mm -hmm. the show is amazing. Oh, buddy, thank you so much for having me. I'm so psyched to talk to you guys. Whatever you want to jump into, let's get into it, man. Come on. Oh, say no more. Let's start from the beginning. So, obviously, this show is very different than The Circle. What was your initial reaction when they contacted you about being on this? Honestly, it was an immediate yes for me. Everything sounded like so much fun. And after The Circle, when we were in the time of the pandemic, there had been a few different dating shows that have reached out. And I was very Mm. negative with those because I'm Mm. very private in my private life. I like to keep that side of my life to myself after being you know, in a long-term relationship for a long period of time. When you go through that, you have family and friends and people want to weigh in on your relationship. I can't imagine that on a bigger scale of people. So Mm. I knew that when I got offered the show that I was in a new state of my life. I had been, you know, newly sober and in therapy trying to work on myself. And it just seemed like a great opportunity for me to go in be vulnerable and be myself because on the circle, you know, I was by myself the entire time. This is the first show, which is funny. I'm actually hanging out with people, talking, (laughs) doing my thing. But yeah, there was no real hesitation. For whatever reason, I was just like, yeah, man, let's just let's just go do this and see what happens. And knowing who you're going to see on this on the circle, too, you're not even positive who you're talking to. Exactly. So, like, were you hoping to see someone in the house or was it anybody that you absolutely did not want to see in the house? When I knew the the concept of the show, I figured the only person I figured would be there would be Francesca. And I knew that her and I had to just, like, have a conversation and just clear the air on Mm -hmm. some things because I'm the type of person, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I like to have face-to-face interaction and really just try to have a good conversation. But as far as anybody else, I really didn't know who was going to be there. I didn't know what to expect, but that was sort of the fun of this was I'm going to go into this blind and just see what (laughs) happens. And night one, seeing Carrie walk through the door was one of those things where I was just like, oh my God, like, I I can't (laughs) believe this is happening, but also, of course, this is happening right now. And, uh, you know, I put it right out there that I'm interested in you and we have to try to recapture some things that we had in the past and work on some of our stuff. Yeah. What was it like walking in and seeing not one, but two people that you had already dated or whatever we want to say? Um, were you afraid that they were going to villainize you? You know, honestly, I wasn't worried about that because I just feel like we're all adults. Everyone dates. Everyone dates around. I mean, Francesca is a great person. I really have nothing bad to say about her. But when I saw her night one, I was like, look it. I, I talk shit about you. I said this. I said that. I, I was, you know, not sober when we met. And I'm not trying to blame everything on being an addict. It's just I wasn't in a good place in my life. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I became friends with her ex. And, you know, it wasn't going to be anything romantic between us. I just looked at her and said, I would love to have the opportunity to start over with you and be friends. And she was great with that. And as far as Carrie, you know, she has known me through so many phases of my life that have happened within the last three three or four years, I'd say. Mm. So I knew that there's going to be no bullshitting with her, that, you know, she will call me out. I will call her out. That is the type of people we are. And that's what happened. I mean, fireworks, when our <laughs> highs are high, they're high. And when they're low, they can be very low. 
Yeah. From what we see, minus like, you know, the few bumps from the start, you guys pretty much stayed locked in the whole time. So when you got there, was there anybody else in the house or just throughout the course of the whole time while you were there? They caught your eye that you were kind of looking, but you didn't want her to see you. No, I got to be honest. If if there was, I would have tried to, to go for someone. But everyone in my family, all my friends, they laugh at me. I have such a type. It's blonde, 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 blonde. <laughs> I just I like blondes. That's what I've always been into. But I think immediately just her being there took away the possibility of anyone else that I would have interest in because she knows me. I mean, Mm -hmm. I get that there are some people in the house that we've been friends with and this and that, but like she really knows who I am off camera. Uh, We've shared a lot of beautiful moments with each other, a lot of beautiful parts of our lives. So I just felt in my heart that this was the time to really give things a real shot and try to do right by her. And I tried to encourage her. If you're interested in other people, like people be like, bro, like, She's making out with everyone, this and that. Like, dude, here's the thing, man. Like, we're all adults. What am I going to do? Get into a fight with my friends for making out with the girl I'm interested in? Like, That's so mature of you, Johnny. I know. I was shocked by how not jealous. Like, you didn't show any jealousy at all, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're all there having fun. And, you know, all jokes aside, we're testing our relationship. That's what this should be about. And... I don't want to have anyone handcuff themselves to me. I know for me, I was there for one woman. That's who I was interested in. If it wasn't going to be her, I was going to leave with my head held high and feel like I gave it my best shot. And I really wanted her to feel like she got the most out of the experience that she did. And, you know, we had fun. Like, nothing was, like, heartbreaking. Like, how could you do this to me? Like, we had a (laughs) great time. I would not change the experience in Panama for anything. Mm Mm-hmm. We would love to hear more. We hear a little bit about it, but about your romantic weekend rendezvous before Perfect Match. Because it sounds like something (laughs) out of a movie. It sounded great. Um, How did that come to be? You know, I remember The Circle had just come out. She had messaged me on, I believe, Instagram saying congratulations. And I was very much like, are you single? Like, DMs. you're my exact type. And we became friends. And... You know, of course, flirtation shit, this and that. But that was also when I was partying very hard, was not sober. We had a, a a great time together. But I think what I've realized, especially in the last few years of working on myself, is I've wanted to get really close to people and put myself out there. But when that would happen, I would get really scared and pull away. And within that, people got hurt. Feelings got hurt. And I would never try to purposely hurt anyone. So I've tried to take a lot of time to really work on myself and see what are some of those things that are really causing this and why am I doing that? Because it's it's really bothered me a lot in these last few years when I've looked at myself and said, I know I'm the best friend in the world. Like people know that I'm, I'm ride or die 24 hours a day, but I haven't been able to be a great partner. And I come from a family My mom and dad have been married and in love since they've been children. My sisters are married. I mean, divorce isn't really a thing in my family. So when I was going on this show from coming from back home, like, of course I want that for myself. Of course I want to build a life with someone. And I just think in the meantime, I just had to do some work on myself. Mm. 
I know. Tens across the Come board. Come on, Joey. Joey, he's about to get a talk show about like self-love and all that type of stuff. Go, Joey. So <laughs> <laughs> now you and Carousel, you know, you mentioned you've had your ups and downs. She mentioned that you have groupies. I mean, I don't know what you would define groupies as, but... Oh, Joey. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I don't ever lie about anything. For a long time, mm-hmm. I was hooking up, having sex with a lot of people, having a good time. And, you know, sometimes you try to test that out, but that's where things are sort of hard in today's world is you think you're exploring for yourself and trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's right for you. And sometimes, you know, feelings get hurt in that process, but... Again, it was never anything that I wanted to do, but for sure, for a long period of time, I wanted to have fun. And I definitely still wanted a relationship, but I just didn't know how to get over my past and get to that place. But I've never tried to be the dude that's just like, I'm just trying to hook up with you, this and that. Like anyone who I've shared my time with, I hope they've always felt respected and seen and know that, you know, I was going at it with the best of intentions. Mm. I know that we saw on the show that you had mentioned that you weren't over your ex, you know, and you kind of bring up your past relationship a lot. Do you feel like you've grown from that spot? Do you feel like you still kind of have something there with your ex? Or how do you feel about that now? Well, that's something that, you know, not a lot of people knew about me was, you know, I moved out to Los Angeles when I was 18 years old, pursuing a career in entertainment. And, you know, I had to wear a lot of hats of trying to keep a roof over my head while being basically married without a ring. And someone Mm. who I had a beautiful relationship with who was in my life since I was a kid. And when that relationship ended, I wasn't in the right place. I wasn't making the right moves for myself. I was living in the past with things. So answering that question like that on the show was a big thing for me because in the past, Mm -hmm. I would have lied. Of course I'm Mm -hmm. over it. I don't Mm -hmm. care about this. I don't care about that. Me saying I'm not over this was actually me being more over it than I ever have been because I could acknowledge the Mm -hmm. past, say that I've had a, a, a past with someone that meant a lot to me, And if I commit to somebody, I mean it in every single way. It is 100%. I'm an all or nothing guy. That's why I'm an addict in recovery. It's either all or nothing. So I don't ever feel shame with that nor embarrassment because I think a lot of people have had long-term relationships that end bad and can really mess you up. And it makes, you know, finding companionship very difficult for a long period of time. So I had no hesitation with being open about that. I mean... Yeah, we appreciate your vulnerability. It's a beautiful thing. Did you feel, because you were so beloved on The Circle, did you feel any pressure to kind of maintain that persona that everyone loved? I was not nervous about that at all because something, even sharing being sober for me, was a big thing because I would get so much love from people from The Circle, from all over the world, people who reach out and share their most vulnerable stories with you. And it really bothered me as, you know, a man who is very flawed and trying to work through trauma and work through demons that I'm being seen as this like perfect dude where I'm like, man, I am the furthest thing from perfect. I've had so many things in my life I've done that have haunted me that I regret so deeply. And, you know, I really do try my best to be a good person every single day. I know I have the best family in the world who has set a great example for me But this whole idea of being perfect, it's number one, it's not realistic. And number two, I just feel like there is a real strength in being open about your flaws and saying, in the past, I've fucked up. I've fucked up majorly. My life was not in a good place. But you have two options in life, right? You fix yourself or you don't. 
And for a long time, I didn't think I was going to be able to fix myself. I didn't think I was going to be able to get out of the hole that I was in. And I hit my rock bottom and really said, I need to change. And being open about that with people was extremely scary, but also very freeing because I don't, I feel like once you have that persona of he's perfect, everyone's just waiting to see the dark side of you. Yeah. And look, at that side is there, man. I'm a human being and I'd rather be open about it and share with people who have been through shit who could say, dude, me too. I understand it. Work in progress. And the sober community has just been so fantastic with, you know, taking me in and really being a community that stands strong together. Mm. I think you, I mean, achieved because when you came on, I was like, oh no, he's got to do something that's like going to fuck up this image. (laughs) Um, And then when Carrie goes on the date with Chase, I was like, he's got to like get upset about like, this will be the moment. And you did not at all. You fell asleep on the couch, which was very impressive. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I, I wish I could fall asleep like that. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, I think it's it's one of those things of I've been through a lot in my life, a lot privately, a lot of things that have really changed me. And I'm not always successful at it, but I really try not to sweat the small stuff. I feel very comfortable in the skin that I'm in today and looking at myself in the mirror and being able to go to sleep with myself. And there were a lot of years where I wasn't and I didn't feel good about who I was. So at the end of the day, like I said, someone that's someone who I've had a history with and a past with who I will love far beyond a TV show. It's a real thing. And if she's happier with someone else, go be happy. Go do your thing. At the end of the day, man, everyone deserves to be happy. Everyone deserves to find their person. And we're all adults. We're human beings. Sometimes getting to that finish line isn't as easy as we'd like it to be. But I think we're in control of how the destination can go based on how we react to things. Wow. Facts. Yeah, you're so eloquent, Joey. I know. My God, Joey. (laughs) Jeez. God, I'm going to go write a book about, like, (laughs) loving myself and stuff now. Would you do it again if there was another season? No, I would not. With the ending of this show and taking a big plunge in my life and asking Carrie to marry me was a very big thing. And, uh, you know, at the time felt... Like, this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. We're off in paradise. And, you know, like I said, I'm thinking of my family back home. I'm thinking of the future that I want for myself. And everything is perfect. And, you know, when you go home after being in paradise, things become very difficult to to make work. And also, I am still a work in progress. And I just think for both of us, it was better for us to separate from each other and live our own lives and do what we have to do. So... That was very real to me. That was very real to her. Like we put it all out there. So to share that experience, it was so rich. It was so beautiful and emotional that there's no way I'm going to be like, yeah, I got engaged last time. Didn't work out. Back again to find love. Let's go. (laughs) Like, nah, like I went on this show really hoping to just put myself out there, see what was going to happen, not know. I got to share a lot of myself with someone who I love very dearly. And we had a beautiful experience together. So besides that, it didn't work out with us. I don't regret anything with it. And to go back, it's sort of like when people ask me when I go back on the circle again. I went on the first time not expecting anything, just being myself, no strategy. Mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful experience. It was the Mm -hmm. same way this time around. So to go back again, I think it would cheapen everything that was so organic this time around. Yeah. 
And if you went back on the circle, you'd have to go as a catfish. Which I can't do because <laughs> oh, I'm absolutely. like, bro, I don't know how to do anything but be me. That's literally, that's that's like all I know how to do. Well, Joey, my friend, you have inspired us. You've made us laugh, cry, all the above. We wish you the best with your love life, your friendships, everything, your sobriety. Love you much, friend. Thank you so much for talking to us. I love you guys, yes, man. Thank, thank you. you so much for the time. You guys are fantastic. Thanks, Joey. All right, bye. Mwah. Oh, what a fun interview. And the fact that he called you after this makes me love him even right? more. Yeah, he's he's the sweetest. And I'm so happy he was so vulnerable and open with this. I know. he. I would watch that TV show. I also hope that, you know, his true carousel is still out there spinning. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, guys. Who do you think is meant to be? Do you have thoughts? feelings receipts we want to know who you think should have been perfect match so dm me at fat carrie bradshaw or me at need for l speed and don't forget to rate review and subscribe to we have the receipts wherever you're listening from right now today's episode of we have the receipts is a production of netflix and spoke media where the podcast's perfect hosts chris burns <laughs> and lauren speed hamilton our producer is kelly kolf and our executive producers are carson mccain Aliyah tavakolian keith reynolds and brigham mosley our engineer is evan arnett and a huge thank you to our guest this week joey sasso see you soon 